This is Financially Tuned with Baron Fitzgerald and Simon Hilliard of Wellington Adams Investment Advisory. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Baron Fitzgerald and Simon Hilliard provide their clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals, your money, and your plans in perfect harmony. And now here is Baron Fitzgerald and Simon Hilliard to help you find out how to be financially tuned. Welcome everyone to another show of Financially Tuned with myself, Baron Fitzgerald and Simon Hilliard from Wellington Adams Investment Advisory Group. Thanks for tuning in today's show. It is going to be called Retirement Trends to Watch For in 2017. You know, nowadays, retirement looks a lot different than it did for previous generations. Um, Often people have expectations for their retirement that are based on how it was for their parents or their older friends, but really it's an entirely different landscape today. There are many trends that are emerging that are important to be aware of as new products and new strategies continue to develop. In today's show, we'll discuss some of these trends and how you can use them to help prepare for retirement. I would also at this point like to welcome our co-host, Tony Shore. How are you doing since we last spoke last week? Well, Baron, I've had a great week. It's been really, really busy uh, just between family stuff and work, but uh, I know I'll never be as busy as you guys, you and Simon, because your <laughs> schedules, it, I get tired just thinking about them. I know you're meeting. <laughs> Us too, sometimes. <laughs> you meet with a lot of folks, and I think that's great. Now, I'm looking forward to today's show, but before we jump into that, uh, Simon, how have you been? Good, Tony. Thanks for asking. We've got some friends and family visiting for the holidays, so I'm looking forward to it. Good. And how's everything going, Baron, at Wellington Adams? You guys are keeping busy, I imagine. Yep. Things are going really, really well. Um, Just continuing to live the dream and try to help all of our clients do the same. Yeah. And I know you uh, really appreciate hearing from listeners and talking to them and uh, setting up those initial consultations. And I want to remind our listeners right now, there's no cost or obligation uh, to set up that consultation with uh, Baron or Simon and they'll sit down with you and look at where you're at and give you helpful reports. So uh, that's something to keep in mind if you have any questions as we go through the show. But yeah, the show's going to be really informative today, especially for those nearing retirement. So let's dive right in. What's the first retirement trend, Baron, that you feel we need to be aware of? Well, Tony, one of the important things to discuss when it comes to retirement is the economy. You know, the Great Recession left a devastating impact on retirement plans for millions of American workers. We had dramatically lower interest rates, which reduced interest income on bonds, uh, CDs, savings, things of that nature. So people in retirement relying on that income not only saw their income go down from those investments, they saw it practically disappear. Not only that, but for 18 months in a row, from October 2007 to March of 2009, the stock market just kept going down. And if all of that wasn't bad enough, real estate values across the country plummeted. Yeah, it was a bad time. I mean, they called that market crash the Great Recession uh, of 2008, 2009. And 
Uh, I know that those effects were devastating, but we've recovered quite a bit since then, haven't we, Simon? We've made significant strides, Tony, and that's good news. You know, since the market's recovered, we've seen it soared to new highs. It seems like almost every day, every week, you hear the markets hit this peak, the markets hit that peak, and that's all good and encouraging. Real estate values have rebounded uh, quite a bit around the country and in most areas, um, some even greater than others. We have the potential of the interest rates rising here in the future and some Fed hikes have crept in here finally a little bit, so that should get us kind of moving in the right direction. And all these factors continue, you know, significant amount of damage was done during the recession that has to be made up. And we hope that it'll just kind of continue to build in the months, the years to come and help add to the retirees and their situation, get them some interest on the bonds and savings that they have, continue to move in the right direction for all those that are approaching or in retirement. Well, I think that's great news. And I think we can all agree that if we could have a total recovery across the board, it would be great for all of us, especially those nearing retirement, right? Yeah, it certainly would be, but we don't want to be overly optimistic. There's still some challenges ahead that we have to face. So in the meantime, we just need to continue to plan, focus, save for our future, continue to do what we've been doing along the way. The older workers need to focus on evaluating different income strategies and ones that will best uh, apply to their retirement track their expenses, their lifestyles, their income needs, make sure that they're on track in their savings and that they're prepared to move forward in the retirement years. You know, you always hear prepare for the worst and hope for the best. And the reality is that that's important. We don't want to be too blind or naive in the years leading up to our retirement. Well, yeah, I think, I think that's smart, Simon. I think it's always better to be safe and be as prepared as possible. So what's another trend that you have for us to address today, Baron? Well, according to the Social Security Administration's summary of the 2016 annual report, by the year 2034, which is only just 17 short years away, the Social Security Trust Fund will be depleted. As it stands now, if nothing is done, only approximately three quarters of each person's Social Security benefit will be able to be paid. And that's unless Congress actually gets off their butts and does something. <laughs> Unfortunately, though, we can't hold our breath on that. The Transamerica Center for Retirement Studies also did a survey of workers in 2016, and they found that 77% of employees are worried that Social Security won't be uh, there for them when they need it for their own retirement. And also, they found that almost half thought that either reductions or the complete depletion, uh, excuse me, the depletion of Social Security benefits were really among their highest and biggest retirement concerns. Unfortunately, guys, our time is just about up for this first segment. Is there anything else you want to share with the listeners before we take a quick break here? Well, Tony, there are several important retirement trends that everybody should be aware of so that they can take them into account when they're planning for their dream retirement. And with the proper plan in place, your retirement can withstand the unpredictability of the economy, no matter what the landscape ahead. So I think what we're going to do today, we were just talking about Social Security. For the first 20 callers, we will do that complimentary Social Security maximization report that'll help them identify the ideal timeframes to trigger what they'll receive over their lifetime and spousal considerations. So for the first uh, 20 callers, we'll do that complimentary report, do a consultation with them. All they have to do is call us at Wellington Adams. 
Again, that's 855-793-2409. If you get the voicemail, just leave your name, number, and mention the radio show, and we'll be sure to get back to you. All right. Well, thank you so much, Simon. And listeners, stay tuned. We're going to be right back with more from Simon Hilliard and Baron Fitzgerald with Wellington Adams Investment Advisory right after this. Are you having trouble understanding Social Security planning? Many factors influence your benefit. Depending on your unique situation, there are filing strategies that may affect your benefit. Let Wellington Adams Investment Advisory provide you with direction to this decision by claiming your complimentary guide to Social Security. Give our office a call at 855-793-2409 or visit us online at wellingtonadams.com. Welcome back, everyone, to Financially Tuned with myself, Baron Fitzgerald, and Simon Hilliard from Wellington Adams Investment Advisory Group, and also our co-host, Tony Shore. The title of this show is Retirement Trends to Watch For in 2017. We've been discussing the recent trends that are affecting retirement, including the recovery of the Great Recession and also the problems facing the Social Security Fund. Yeah, it's been a great discussion so far, and obviously... A lot has happened since 2008, and we even had record uh, stock market highs, of course, at the beginning of of the year, and uh, that's always a a good thing, but we need to watch out because there are problem areas, and as you mentioned, uh, we need to pay attention to that and plan ahead for the future, and that's what you guys are so great at doing. You have a lot of strategies to help us through, and you never know uh, when this current bubble is going to burst. So uh, it's great to pay attention and be prepared. And uh, I really enjoy this discussion so far. And we're really talking, the trends we're talking about uh, are 2017, this year and beyond this year. Uh, they can really apply to probably the next couple of years. So diving right back into this where we left off, what's another retirement trend we need to be aware of? Well, another retirement trend, Tony, is the idea of people continuing to work in their retirement years. We've seen an increase in that over the last 30 years in the American workforce. Back in 1985, the number of people age 65 or older that were working full-time or part-time was just about 11% or so. And recently, in, when it was surveyed again in 2015, that number had risen significantly up to about 19, so almost double from 10 to 20%. And that's nothing really, though, in comparison to the projections of the baby boomers planning to work. AARP found a few years ago in a survey that 80% of baby boomers are planning to work to one extent or another in their retirement years. Many are planning on like a transitional flexible work arrangement, cutting back their hours and transitioning from full-time to part-time. And we hear that quite a bit with our own retirees as we're sitting down doing some planning, especially those that are thinking about retiring before 65 and Medicare kicks in to help cover those health insurance costs that have been skyrocketing over the last few years. Right now with the labor market tightening and because of the falling unemployment, the demand's high, so that's not a bad situation at all to be going into. But if you think about it, it wasn't so long ago that retirement unemployment, or excuse me, unemployment rates were really sky high. So who are the first people to get laid off? The older people with higher wages and higher expenses in healthcare. So it's one thing, you know, if they're considering doing part-time work because they're enjoying it or continuing working later in their years because they enjoy their work or they want to retire um, and just do some volunteering stuff here there to keep busy. 
but we don't want people to go into that situation having to do that to survive in their retirement years. Yeah, and Simon, I would imagine that it's going to be a bit of a problem, though, for those who want to work longer just because employers typically want to hire younger people, right? Yeah, exactly. And that goes back to what I was mentioning earlier. We don't want them to have to do that. Just if they can and they enjoy it, have the ability to do so and not be the ones that are getting laid off and put in an uncomfortable position in their retirement. So plan to be prepared. Make sure that we're on track to save enough. You know, if they have the opportunity to work or volunteer and that presents itself and they want to continue in the role, that's great. But in the meantime, they should do some things to maintain their job security and keep on track, like living healthy lifestyles, performing their jobs well at work, keeping up their work skills, keeping them up to date and maintaining a favorable disposition at their workplaces. Well, sure. So, Baron, what's another trend that those nearing retirement need to be aware of? Well, Simon, just very briefly touch base on it, but another really important trend that people are having, and it's somewhat shocking, is that they're having a problem saving for retirement. According to a CBS News article, 55 million workers are not covered by a savings or a pension program from their employer. A young lady by the name of Deborah Whitman, who is the chief public policy officer at ARP, said that if an employee has access to a savings program through their employer, they are 15 times more likely to save than if they were to leave, you know, if they were just to leave it on their own and save and invest without that type of an employer program. Wow. Uh, That's huge as well. And correct me if I'm wrong, Baron, but don't some states actually have laws that do allow workers to access maybe state-based savings programs? Yeah, there is. Um, As of right now, seven states have these types of programs, while about another 20 to 25 are considering them. Um, You know, they've started to implement these types of programs because it not only makes sense, you know, saving for retirement easier, but also the automatic aspect of it increases the likelihood that people are going to participate in saving for their retirement. If you're among those uh, who work for a smaller employer, these state laws can really help you save for your retirement since you may not have had access to a savings plan before. And for those that don't have the retirement plan through their work, I would definitely continue to watch for development of these state-run plans. Now, uh, just recently though, um, back in I believe March of or April of uh, 2017, Congress is starting to raise obstacles that are going to discourage states from setting up these retirement plans. Yeah. Um, Yeah, the Senate narrowly voted to roll back rules issued last year by the Department of Labor, um, you know, to uh, allow cities and states to create such uh, retirement plans. They're usually referred to as work and saving plans um, without fear of running afoul of federal pension laws. Mm. The actually the U.S. House of Representatives voted to scrap the DOL uh, DOL rules back in uh, February, I believe. Mm. The states want the the Department of Labor to exempt them from certain federal laws and clear the way for them to offer savings plans uh, to employees who don't have them. But the recent congressional action, you know, could amount to a really massive roadblock that ARP uh, is saying will have a chilling effect on cities and states throughout the country. I mean, the fact, though, is, is that many Americans who lack a workplace savings plan do not save enough for retirement. And then they run the risk of relying exclusively on Social Security's modest benefits, you know, when they retire. So, you know, 
this really, in our opinion, is something that really needs to be ironed out, and hopefully they'll be able to do that soon. Yeah, and it, it doesn't sound like it's something you can necessarily count on, and that's why it's so great that you guys stay up on all these current trends and changes, uh, and it's constantly changing, and, and you guys are on the forefront, and you have strategies that uh, people can use if they don't have an employee-sponsored plan. I know that uh, you work with them to get into a traditional IRA or a Roth IRA or other type of retirement investments uh, and vehicles. So that's really important. That's why we need a financial planner. And uh, I encourage all our listeners to meet with you and see if they want to become clients because it's so very helpful. And uh, now, Simon, what's another trend affecting retirement today? Well, since you just mentioned that, Tony, I'll skip to the other end of the spectrum and point out the things that are related to the advisory side. And that's one that's finding good help. You know, finding good help is hard to find, they say, and there's no truer statement in some situations, and ours is one of them. All too often, we meet with different prospective clients out there. And as we're talking to them, we realize that they don't even have a written plan in place. They have no idea oftentimes if they're on track or if they have saving enough or will have saved enough when they hit their retirement years. Many of them are just being sold investments with no planning being done in there. So that's an important factor to consider and something that has to change kind of in the years to come or people need to be aware of when they're picking the people that they're working with. Recently, the government's made some attempts to help. Last year, the uh, DOL, the U.S. Department of Labor, had issued a new fiduciary rule that will dramatically impact the requirements for financial professionals as they act in their clients' best interests when it comes to retirement advice. So that's it was an important step. It's just now kind of partially becoming coming into effect as of April. And we'll see as it kind of reaches that full Im implementation uh, January 1st of next year, how that'll unveil or if the new administration will make some updates there. But if nothing else, hopefully it'll help open everyone's eyes out there to paying attention to who they're dealing with. You know, prior to that fiduciary rule, there was a wide variety of professionals out there providing financial advice that relates to retirement. Some could sell products, some couldn't, some were paid by commission, some were charging fees. And the goal of this is to, the ruling is to eliminate the issues where there's conflict of interest and to force all financial professionals when it comes to working with retirement money to give advice that's in the client's best interest and to have that in mind. So this ruling certainly doesn't solve all the issues, but it's definitely a step in the right direction and it'll help eliminate billions in hidden commissions that are going to the investors or not going to the investors and rather going to the companies and the brokers. So looking out for their interest is something that's very important and to be aware of, Tony. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that is really important. I'm glad you brought that up. And it, once again, you guys are on top of it. Uh, that way, I mean, there's no way the individual can keep track of all this stuff. And, and you guys are on the cutting edge, uh, the cusp, uh, I should say. I just thought I'd find a way to work that word in today. Um, but this has been a great show. We have to take a quick break here. Is there anything you want to add, Baron, before the break? Well, just that our goal at Wellington Adams is to help our clients accomplish their goals and reach the retirement that they've dreamt of, you know, for years. One of the ways that we can try uh, helping you achieve that, uh, especially again, we're going to offer this complimentary to the first 20 callers is we will provide a complimentary social security maximization report, which will pinpoint to the month when is the best time for you and your spouse to file for social security benefits. So all you have to do is call 
888-253-2409. And if you get our voicemail, just please leave a message and reference the radio show, and we'll be happy to provide that Social Security maximization report for you. All right, that sounds great. And listeners, stay tuned. We're going to be right back with more of Baron Fitzgerald and Simon Hilliard of Wellington Adams Investment Advisory right here on Financially Tuned. The ups and downs of the stock market can be exciting, but not if you're near or in retirement. Predictable returns may not be exciting, but your needs tend to change later in life. Call Wellington Adams Investment Advisory. We focus on crafting effective financial strategies. You can get your adrenaline rush elsewhere. Give our office a call at 855-793-2409 or visit us at wellingtonadams.com. And welcome back, everyone, to our last segment for the show titled Retirement Trends to Watch For in 2017. We've been discussing some of the trends that will affect retirement planning, including Social Security rules. We've been discussing some of the trends that affect retirement planning, including Social Security and the fiduciary ruling of 2016, as well as a few other trends. Yeah, it's been a good discussion so far. We've covered a lot and we've been going through the different trends to expect uh, it, this year and going into next year. Uh, what's another trend, Baron, that you'd like to talk about in our final segment here today? Well, I think another important thing to talk about is we really got to keep an eye on in the next few years, coming years, um, about the issue of housing and retirement. A vast majority of older Americans own their own homes, and for many of them, unfortunately, they're still making mortgage payments going into their retirements. Uh, many Americans have more in assets like their house than they have an actual liquid financial assets. While some families have very few financial assets, many people still prefer to stay in their homes um, rather than sell them to use that money for their retirement. They'd much rather stay at home. So I would definitely advise people to consider play, you know, paying close attention to any products or strategies that are out there that are gonna be evolving in the next few years that could maybe help deploy your home equity. Well, yeah, and uh, housing, that's a huge one. I mean, uh, housing prices, it seems like for seniors, especially if they go into assisted living, but a lot of people headed into retirement might still have a mortgage, and I think it's a good point. People naturally want to stay in their own homes because it's comfortable, but might not consider financial benefits that could come from downsizing, right? Um, right. I think we have one more trend to discuss today. Uh, Simon, do you have one in mind we can talk about here? Well, sure, Tony. I think we should briefly touch on technology and all the pros and cons that come along with it. One of the things that you're starting to see quite a bit about out there in the media and coverage is the fact that a lot of financial institutions are adopting the robo-advisors, which is basically just interactive computer-based investment advice without talking to an actual person. Mm. And for those who do not want the planning or advice specifically, and they don't want to take time to work with somebody and they just simplistically want some investment recommendations because they don't know what funds to pick and they just want a good fund selection at a low cost, it is a good alternative for them. We utilize actually this type of thing with our 401k management with clients. There's no way to keep track of every client, all their plans, all the different funds that are taking place throughout there. But with this technology, we're able to keep track of the funds that each person has, rate them through Morningstar, monitor the market and the economy, 
and then evaluate the client's risk in relation to all these factors and give them appropriate recommendations specifically to their funds in their 401ks. So it's a nice source for that type of thing. Sure. I want to jump in here, uh, Simon and Barron, and say I'm not a fan of robo-advisors and, you know, uh, we've discussed them personally, uh, the three of us, and uh, I've read about this. And, uh, you know, I've had uh, friends who have uh, tried to go the robo-advisor route. And I think that it's great that you guys use technology to keep track. But when it comes to meeting with individuals and figuring out what their own risk tolerance is, and, you know, a computer never being face-to-face to interact uh, you're not going to figure out, a computer isn't going to know your specific situation, no matter how many surveys you fill out. You need that human contact and you need to talk to an expert who can move with the changes that, like the trends we've been talking about. Uh, a computer isn't always going to be able to stay on top of everything and know your personal situation. Wouldn't you agree, guys? Absolutely. Yeah, that's exactly right, Tony. It has its niches, but I would agree with you 100%. More of the technology that we look to employ over here is on the planning side of things, and that's what we often refer back to. We've got the report that we're referring today that'll help clients evaluate Social Security, the right times, give them some figures um, that we can personalize that aspect and that decision to them. We've got lots of tools for efficient income planning as far as taxes go, um, guide them through those different factors, and that's the nice thing about technology that we can use to implement with our clients is that it takes the time and hassle out of doing that, but helps create a nice visual explanation of what their retirement projections are, whether or not they're on track to save to get to the right point. Like anything, as you're pointing out, there's a point when you get too techie, and we don't want to lose that personal touch, that personal interaction. We just want to find the right balance for the clients to meet their needs and find goals and plans that'll keep them on track. Yeah, I think that's great. I I love what you guys do there, and it's very helpful, very knowledgeable, and you always have your clients' best interests and their specific situations in mind uh, because not everything is going to be, there's no cookie cutter approach. And and that's, you guys take a holistic approach like that uh, to really take into account everyone's needs. Unfortunately, we're out of time for this week's show. Is there anything else you'd like to share with our listeners before we go today? Yeah, Tony, just as Simon just mentioned, uh, if you Well, the first 20 callers who call our office will be able to receive complimentary that Social Security Maximization Report that we mentioned. Our phone number is 855-793-2409. So again, the first 20 callers that call just mentioned that Social Security Maximization Report and that you were listening to us on the radio show and we'll be able to provide that to you complimentary. Um, I'm kind of hoping that everybody got something out of the show today and all the trends that we were discussing can help you prepare for the retirement road ahead. Um, if you have any questions about the show, you know, please don't hesitate to contact us. All right. Well, I think that sounds great. And that concludes our time for today's episode of Financially Tuned with Baron Fitzgerald and Simon Hilliard uh, and myself, your co-host, Tony Shore. Yep. Just join us same time, same place next week for another show of Financially Tuned. Take care, everyone. We'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to Financially Tuned. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound retirement plan. For more information, please contact Baron Fitzgerald or Simon Hilliard at Wellington Adams Investment Advisory. Call 855-793-2409 or visit them online at wellingtonadams.com.
All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Baron Fitzgerald, Simon Hilliard, and Wellington Adams Investment Advisory are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency.